0: Wait, yeah. wait, how big was this? Just $12 million. Holy 12 million. smokes, that's insane. Yeah. She was gonna divorce him over it and now she prays for us all the time. Nice. They live in the beautiful house that they purchased with the money they got from the
1: deal with Titans of CNC. First thought in my head was like, oh, did he should he have gone that big? <laughs> what you guys make is art? I mean, how many lives can be touched by the stuff oh, yeah. you guys do every day? It's it's insane
2: somebody had a really good idea you know the days like how many days since an accident yes they said we should do one of those since barry's the, had an accident how many days since we've broken a tool i said it'd never get off zero guys. yeah
3: no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it'd never get off zero man all good when you're good at something keep doing it that's right <laughs> uh, no that's great hey Freaking dude shit. yo
0: we're like in texas man i know isn't, it crazy? isn't that crazy it's cra- dude i've been here you what? own a house your wife and your daughter are like right down over there, man.
1: Twelve miles away. It's so yeah, good. it's crazy. Also, only it's a two-hour It's only been 186 every day since I've been here. <laughs> <that> okay, <laughs> dude, Welcome don't complain, man. I was saying it would, you know, if you look at NorCal, right? NorCal, we got hot, and it's hot during the day, but nighttime it just does not cool off. Mm. It does not cool yeah. off. That's it's the difference. Good. But everything else, I love.
0: It'll cool now. now that so I love it. I led him into. Hey, we're in Texas. You know what I mean? Like, yay. And then this freaking guy just starts complaining. Yeah. The, you know the what the I mean? Heat, like The heat. The
2: Typical heat. California. We're in yeah, Texas, right, man.
1: Right? No. Exactly. I hate not
2: paying taxes. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> I, know, I know. No, there, there's too many good things. Can you just go into a, a store and buy a gun or do I have to still fill paperwork out? You have to gas station where? gas yeah. station. <laughs> you don't even have to go that far. Buc-ies. I'll sell you a gun right now. <laughs> yeah. Got three on there right now. He's like, come behind the heller. Like, yeah. let's go. Yeah, you know what I Sneak it. Sneak it in.
0: What's 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 crazy for me is like this guy, (laughs) like we've known each other for what? Oh, 20 something years. Yeah. Crazy. So a lot of of the stories that I've told in like the videos and stuff, uh, he's actually in those stories. And uh, back in the day when I when I was running Najee Precision and.
1: I was Maygie. like all by myself in those Maygie. machines. Yeah. I know. I remember. I remember coming in and you were you would uh, and we first met and you had told me kind of your journey and yeah. uh, it started at a place called Zanola's, I think, in Sunnyvale. And I go, I remember calling on that place. Yeah. Obviously, I never saw you there, but uh, yeah. Then c- going up to Grass Valley, Colfax, and uh, I think that had to have been O two, O three. Yeah, I, like I started that. there like in I think two thousand one. O one, yeah. yeah, and that's why I moved to Roseville. O one, yeah, yeah. yeah back in
0: the day and they had they had no cnc equipment they had only manuals they manuals. did all the contract workers so they yep. had a bunch of guys just contract working uh jeff weaver
1: was one of those guys yeah, yeah 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 i remember jeff was uh jeff was uh jeff was your guy
0: he's my guy man yeah absolutely that's, that's a crazy story right that's there. another one but, it was cool to get to meet him yeah he came over here yeah. oh very nice yeah very he nice. came over here he owns the
2: house remember this
0: he's the one oh, in yeah. mckinney
2: right yep McKinney, super
0: yeah. good and he's in the comments sometimes like oh nice you know he's always like right there like just
1: putting crazy comments he was good dude i know very good dude yeah but those i mean that that was uh i think what was your first you bought a vf2 to start nope. VF, SS, I think a VF,
0: vf1 one yeah and then because you kind of had to get some you, vf2 ss's right a vf3 mini mill mini mills the uh SL 20 yep
1: yep 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 yep. so turn that place into a a, into it into a beautiful shop yeah But they
0: they went went from just making everything on a manual machine and literally knew nothing about CNC they were losing their work there's losing they weren't making any money and then it was like hey Titan like I walked in and they were just like do you know CNC like do you I was like yep I know CNC, <laughs> so you can program absolutely. You know, yeah. Show me your parts, and I was looking at all the coherent parts back oh, then. yeah, big, uh, big. Co- coherent lasers, and yep. I was like, oh yeah, boom boom. And they were like, oh, we're taking this takes forty five minutes. I was like, ah, oh, it should be like thirteen minutes. Yeah, you're <laughs> ten right. minutes, right. you know, and stuff. And yeah, I got the job and just started like hustling. And I used to like literally like there would be contract workers and I'd be the only CNC guy. And then I would be at the machine and then I'd be like fixturing and doing all these different things and stuff. And then uh, Dave, the owner would always be like, hey, don't give the service, don't give the sales guys your time because like we want, like we need you to just be head down, working, working, working. But I'd have all my machines running. You know what I mean, and then he, he would come time. in. Yeah, Dave wouldn't be around. I'd like invite him in. I yep. bring him over to the the machine. I'd be like, "Oh, check out this fixture. I just mean I'm learning all these parts and this and this." And I just like somebody that had knowledge of the industry where we could just talk shop, and that's what I always loved about you, man. You were always like a fan.
1: Like you were always yeah. just like so good. I enjoy it, right? Yeah. Well, you you right in sales. You don't. Know, I would never. I never wanted to be a salesman. I just wanted to be a guy that was you know, digging what he did every day. And and what that was was seeing guys like you guys. I mean, all three of y'all, I didn't know you guys, of course, come before I came here, but seeing what you've done since I've come here, it's insane. And that's what I saw in him and so many other customers. But I, I told this story once, right? Maybe more than way more than once, but you know, I came into Titans and and I, I, I was like, what is this guy doing? You know, he would have bought like maybe two or three machines at that point. It was the SS's though. I think they had like an 833 you know cutting feed rate at the time let's go and you were like going like 600 before yeah. adaptive before software before anything before the tools were as good as they are today and i i just i just was like this is insane insane yeah, yeah. i was like
0: people people it's always early. like
1: they talk about running
0: fast and stuff but I made that, the whole mentality, time is money. Like if the part is 40 40 minutes, let's drop it in half. If it's 30 minutes, let's drop it in half. And then later on, when I went out on my own, it was the same philosophy. It's like going to every single customer and saying, look, uh, everybody else runs, Is we run, this is why we will save you money, and this is how I will guarantee it. And
1: that mentality- Completely remember all that. I would
0: do videos on YouTube and stuff, and people would be like, you can't do that, and I'll be like, Baloney. SpaceX isn't complaining. <laughs> yeah, you know what correct. I mean? Like they're not like, "Hey, you're correct. running too fast." You know? Correct.
1: So. Well, like when you guys started, right? What did you? What were you running feed weight right wise back in the day and
3: in, in material? Back then, I wasn't running near that fast. Right, one or two hundred inches a minute. One to two hundred. But you know, as time went on, we. Well, all, like, that's what sets us apart in this industry is that we've always tried to get better and faster and use new technology, new software, all that stuff. So throughout my career, you know, I've always gotten faster and faster, including since I came here. Yeah. (laughs) 2,000 inches a minute, that's what I, like,
0: Back in the day when we were doing the TV show, I was trying to sell hoss on that, man. You know, it's like yeah. they're selling so many machines. I was like, man, there are so many people in the grind right now and they just don't know what they don't know. Exactly. Like, you got to make videos, man. And at that time, nobody nobody believed it. You no, know what I mean?
1: no, they were like, what do you mean? It, remember, well, people kept their trade secrets. They didn't want to leave, leave their, right. you know, let their uh, let their secrets out. That was job security back in the day. Yeah. I think today it's become, you know, doing demos going into a shop and 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 bringing maybe a, a another customer into a titans or you know whoever I went to go call in people were way more acceptable these days than they were 20 years ago way yeah. more that was job security
0: I know when we were talking we were talking about videos and you were talking about like your step downs when you know going through like full
3: slotting and stuff oh, and yeah. you used to
0: watch the videos too
3: Yep Yeah first time I saw that video I knew it had to be fake man because you know throughout my whole career i was always doing 50,000 step downs if i was full slotting and then i saw that video and i was like there's no way that that was real it was like three times diameter 45 (laughs) degree ramp it's like oh man that was (laughs) that was movie magic Uh, so good magic. i I always tell people how, how funny it was my second week here because i was like titan what was up with that video man i know that that couldn't have been real and he was like oh you don't think that that was real get a piece of steel and meet me at the horizontal (laughs) (laughs) converted me yeah but even
0: even that i mean that was one of the most we put a camera on it that was one of the most genuine videos ever and it was like no i'm not gonna do it you do it you know what (laughs) i mean and like set it up there and here's the tool and here's the parameters and here's (laughs) this and and he hit that start button it was just like (laughs)
3: i remember the first time i was on that horizontal there were a bunch of chips from that in there and i was like what tool made these chips (laughs) "Was "Was this some weird face mill i've never (laughs) Uh, seen before he's like oh no that was an end mill i was like (laughs) boom these chips are a quarter inch thick oh
2: i remember you texting me after that and was like hey you remember how we always thought that those might be fake like yeah it's real (laughs) 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 that's
1: oh yeah because you
3: guys right Yeah, he was still at General Atomics when I started here. For yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. that was that was was. the
1: whole
0: thing with these guys. Is like he came from General Atomics. He and I, like I, I went out to the internet. I was just like, best five axis machinist, like this and this, and I got like three hundred resumes. And that's why CNC expert is so awesome because it's like, what can you actually make? So I'm like, I'm not gonna read all these resumes and stuff. Oh man! And then I saw his, and his was actually like pretty cool because it had pictures in it yeah yeah not everybody puts pictures you know never standing by a fire truck him standing on different parts that he had made and stuff and then I contacted him and I was like oh General Atomics like Reaper drones all that stuff so I was like oh he's he does big things but I was like hey can you send me some parts and I was like I promise like it'll be between me (laughs) and you like I won't show anybody I won't put it on camera and like he sent me some parts I was like oh this guy's
1: legit you know? Well, that's it. Uh, we were talking a, a little bit earlier, right? I mean, that the the fact that how many resumes that I talked to from owners that came in and, oh yeah, I could do this, 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 and this resume looks crazy. Okay, go program me something on that machine right there. And they are like, oh, oh I've yeah. never
3: run this control oh, before. Yeah. Like, resumes are the worst, the worst. things, yeah. especially in the machining business. Right. And me and Jesse were both on the interview team at General Atomics. So, so you saw it firsthand. Out of every hundred resumes, we find maybe two people that actually can oh, do what they said it's crazy
2: like it, the craziest thing is when you actually handle like you go into an interview this guy's got 35 40 we did one in 40 years experience oh i, I go in i'm like dude i've got 15 years <laughs> like why am i interviewing this dude you go in just hand them a semi-complex part and you hand it to them say any machine any process you want just tell me how you would do it couldn't do it. Wow! No, yeah. I was like, what have you been doing for the last forty years? years. Yeah, yeah. That's we had, crazy. We had a guy, but, that had but
0: but that comes from the best machinists in the history of the world. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? If you if you literally Google the best machinists in the world, Jesse comes up. <laughs> yeah. Is that crazy? That's uh, crazy. It's even
3: worse that that was my fault. You're right, right? But you led to that. The was the only was,
2: day you told the truth? Oh <laughs> man. Well,
0: well, <laughs> so Barry, is so Barry worked here oh, first. Damn it. And then we were hiring again, and I'm like, at, at this time we're teaching the industry, so I'm like, best of the best, yeah, like, best of the best, and then we'll take you and make you great tur. But yeah. like, we got to start at a high level. He said, "Hey, best best machinist I ever worked with was this guy Jesse." And he's like a big fan he watches your videos and I was like would he move to Texas and he's like he just might you know, <laughs> good, call, brother. know. good call did it take yeah. a lot of convincing
2: no it didn't right no <laughs> get out
0: of Mississippi I, he, I had COVID when he came for the he drove all the way down here I had COVID and he thought he was getting out of it I was like dude we're gonna <laughs> yeah, sit outside yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> sit outside but like we're going on. We're going If you're the greatest oh, I'll, was, I'll stay. You know, know what I mean? 6 feet
1: apart.
2: Yeah, I was so mad cuz when Barry had an interview with him I was like he's like ah oh. Talked to Titan for two hours last night. I was like, dude, get out of here! He's Facetiming me, showing me the lake and all this stuff. I was like, dude, get out of here! Uh, then he's coming to an interview, and he's like, I was like, dude, get a picture with him. Like, yeah, at least I w- do that for I,
3: me. he's like, I just want to see if he's really as big as yeah. he looks on camera. I was like,
2: every video he goes, he's like bigger than everybody. And I'm like, I'm sick. I'm like, I want to see. I know how big you are. There's,
3: like, there's the big boy. <laughs> we, we use you as the uh, average, yeah. but at exotic. least we knew it wasn't like the Tom Cruise. So syndrome thing where you were like five, <laughs> <Six> five, five. <laughs> foot three and yeah. just surround yourself so, with people that are four foot two exactly. Like chris looks like he's six <laughs> five on, on camera super good uh, but now awesome,
1: yeah.
0: now you're down here with your beautiful wife yeah, and baby boy and yeah. all good and they were doing a video <clears> and he's like oh best machinist in the world he jokes about it but then the algorithm or ai or whatever like Picks it out,
1: and actually now when you Google that, oh, get out! It pops yeah, it's him It's like up. that video. What? Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: dang, uh, so good. Hey, That's Man. not
1: bad. You should be in the dictionary. Yeah, it's
2: like one of those things. It's like, oh, that's a good compliment to have. It's like, no, it's not, because you know how machinists are. Yeah, you know? everybody's like, well, you're not better than me. So, right. Every time he introduces me like that, they're standing there
3: like, yeah, yeah screw yeah, that so, guy. You know? I know, I know. He don't know anything. You can't, uh, can't do what I do. They're, they're thinking the same thing I thought when I first met you. <laughs> Dude, sorry. who's this Ranjons? guy that can't yeah. even speak english i know he ain't a good machine yeah. but it is i don't
0: think it's fair too because oh, when when we started making videos like i'd make aluminum parts and everybody would just tear me down yeah and then, then aluminum. I, I was like i can't i can't show you all the aerospace stuff that we run but then i started running titanium and incanel and monel and all these harder things and and slowly it like diminished and then he comes over here with an aluminum pit bull. You know what <laughs> I mean? Nobody says anything. You know what I mean? Nobody's like, "Oh, make that out of titanium." Well, that's you yes. know, it's
3: all about levels, Titan. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we we like to teach people that are at the beginning of their <laughs> career, like Jesse <laughs> and you know, yeah. other people too. You still got a lot of room to
1: grow. It's yeah, all good, exactly. There, right? But that's what's but, good about the videos, though. I had a guy. He was up in uh, Auburn, California. Great little shop near where we were at, and. uh he got a titanium job and never had cut titanium before he hadn't watched many of the videos he hadn't seen you know what you were doing and the first thing he said to me goes first place i went to was titans to see what oh. how to what tools to use how to set this up and i said that is awesome right there because crazy he, right? yeah people i mean they, they gotta know look at that thing right there
2: that's actually what it's i cr- did with the 12 million dollar forging that we were talking about it's Monel k 400 hello i'd never machined it before in my life first thing i did is I well, mm. I think I Googled it, but your video popped up and I watched every Monel video you had that to get a is good base. Great. And
3: guess what kind of tools how we much,
2: ended up using? How much metal? Kind of metal. No way. How yeah. much? Of uh, course.
0: That material was a crazy price on that one, right? Yeah,
2: just twelve million dollars. Twelve
0: million dollars just for the raw material. Wait, yeah. wait. How big was this yeah. Oh, were, it was massive. Massive
1: part. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve yeah. million. Yeah, it was yeah. three pieces. Holy smokes! That's insane. Yeah, it
2: took six months, I think, to make it. So it's like, don't scrap that.
1: Yeah,
0: please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, when I started doing like, like we'd do the Monel parts for like these aerospace rocket companies, and first time engineers started talking to me about it, they're like, "You want to do like, you know, a two eighty six, or you want to do Monel." And then I was like, just pretending like I knew what any of it was. Yeah, right. You know? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> fake it till you make it. Then they, then they, exactly then they, right. yeah. Then they put Inconel 718 and Solution Treat, all that. And I was like, hmm, okay. But then it's just like, you knock them off and knock them off. So then later on, we're doing YouTube videos and people are like, oh, you're just running aluminum. And <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to show make, you. We're going to make some Monel parts. Like, nobody's ever like done videos on machining Monel, you know. and and uh and the videos didn't do good and really? i and i was just the like early the early early ones yeah the videos yeah. the videos didn't do good and i was i was like super disappointed but then now where i am now i understand because nobody knew what it was right so you're like oh i'm gonna machine this part out of monel but people are like i'd rather watch aluminum or steel or titanium right because that was like more popular right? common. you know nobody that nobody normal Machinists just weren't running that kind of stuff. No, you know? no, no. But maybe now, up
1: in Seattle, you had your yeah. Boeing stuff, but not yeah. not where we were at. Or, yeah. not, you know, again, a lot of aluminum out there. Yeah. A lot of aluminum.
0: Yeah. The uh, You were talking about mm-hmm. Auburn, California. And, like, I think that's, like, a cool thing that I've told these guys is that, dude, this guy is one of the reasons I'm even here. I started my shop up there in Auburn, In the grass valley area and stuff and uh Mm. when i was working at Nagy precision they like he would come over all the time we'd talk we'd talk we'd talk he'd always go and like you go tell everybody about it go talk to bill selway and all that and stuff and then yeah one day i just was like look i'm gonna go out on my own i'm gonna like quote four machines four boom, machines boom. he came to
1: me with four not just yeah. one i need one to stop no it was four four yeah off the bat four yeah i think it's but like, it made sense you, you, i mean one what are you going to do with one right you know yeah. really we, we had a plan in place i think i
0: think it's a good lesson for like anybody that when you go through hard times in life there's <laughs> like a lot of times it's it's exactly what you had to go through to be qualified to do something great to her. So like every time you go through something, you should be thinking about how, like, okay, I'm going through this valley right now, but like, why am I here? And like, what can we achieve here? And like, like, what's the path and yep. stuff? So yep. I've never like really talked to you guys about it. I, I might've mentioned it before, but like I had a contract with this guy, Dave, and uh, for four years, man, and it was like, I built that whole shop and everything. And at the end, his son didn't want any part of it. And he was like, hey, and there's no way. I used to be in prison. I can't have my own shop. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I was like, man, this is like my opportunity. And he's like, Titan, after four years, I'm literally going to move to Texas. He's going to move to Texas. And this will be your shop. You just send me a check and this will be your shop. So for four years, my wife told me to quit because he would like, I just go through all these things, man. I'd be so bummed out. But I was like, no, this is my only shot to have a company. I mean, somebody like me, like getting $50,000. Put for that a machine carrot out like, in front of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, he's always there's times I like went to drive away and he jumps in front of the car and stuff. And like, it was just like a crazy situation. but I was like, man, this is my opportunity. One day he's going to leave and like it'll be my shop and stuff. And then that yeah, one day we had dinner. And he said, hey, I thought he was like sick or something. I was actually worried about him. And then he's like, hey, Titan, I know we had the contract. I know this. And you've done a phenomenal job. And like, this is like, you know, none of this would happen without you. But um, I found a buyer for the company and basically went after four years of telling me it was going to be my shop. He ended up like finding a buyer. And then like, and then I, I used to, I was trying to get raises for my guys and trying to like, you know take care of him and he was like jeering everything down and and putting handcuffs on me to do it and then like the very next day after he told me he went and gave everybody raises oh, um, man. and i just was like oh what yeah this, this is garbage but you know man. if it
3: wasn't for those four years there's probably a lot exactly. of stuff that you wouldn't have learned exactly correct yeah. Because yeah, yeah
0: there was a shop before that we know that i yep. helped build and, and do different things and it was like i had to learn electrical each and step air and and customer that i had to learn all those things and yep. stuff
2: well not only learning it the work ethic that you learn
0: yeah
1: doing that yeah. you know you're
2: heck working yeah. a lot harder to make it work heck you know? yeah
1: and right you guys know this i always used to say this to guys that you, you can you knew the guys that would you go into a shop that had talent you knew the guys that would probably at some point uh go off and do their own thing but before they did that i would always say you know you can't just stay here. You got to you got to float around. You got to hit true. shop and shop yep. and sh- You got to. Unfortunately, that's a little bit of a uh, issue with our industry, but it is. It, it gets you so much more expertise. You learn so much more from different shops, different people you work with, different materials you cut. And after three, four, five shops, you like you're well rounded. Oh, but yeah. so, like you said, without doing any of that, without having those experiences, you yeah. wouldn't be where you are. I, I completely yeah. agree. Because when I, I met you, you were. You're, Like, rocking, oh man, <laughs> moving. He I mean, I, 2000 I was like, inches a minute though. I no, was no, like, that was, yeah, <laughs> no, that was still uh, Barry's clip.
0: <laughs> I, I just love machining. If you run, yeah, if you run slow, you're depressed. If you run, if you get after it and like you make money and like you're like making things happen, man. There's just something that happens where you just you love life, man. Mm-hmm. And I've just always been that guy. Yeah. You know, I love teaching people and all of it and stuff. But it's the greatest at industry. That, at that point of the Dave, like. I literally called that guy yeah i like i've said it in the past but like i called that guy and i said i said hey can we meet behind jack in the box like yeah. down in rockland and what
1: was the point behind jack in the box Are we i think i think i know but we you just yeah. want to be like incognito well i know that like there's like- people
0: going down the street and <laughs> i was just like i just wanted to like meet you i was ready to private. take to lunch and, and yeah. it's like no it's all good <laughs> i just wanted to meet you in private i had already left like yeah, i yeah. already made the right the decisions and stuff you know right. but it's like i just wanted to like i just had this vision to to Bring go it. out on my own and i had and he's like oh so how much money do you have and as i roll out i want four machines right and then <laughs> right what did i say nothing i got a dollar <laughs> 50. But I said in the,
1: he said nothing he goes I ain't got anything and I said we'll figure it out we'll, yeah. we'll make it happen and, and we did yeah I
0: just really looked at customers and I was trying to sell myself to customers and stuff and uh that's when the whole jeff thing happened you know because it's like I'm like trying to like talk to these guys yep. and tell them hey you have you know 30 30 million dollars worth of manufacturing you have this and this like if you invest in me then I will help lower that, and everybody's yep. like, "Oh, we definitely want to work with you, but we're not going to invest in you." Right, you know. And it was much; it was way harder, man. People, people like they get they well, talk I'm, a
1: lot, but like
0: Haas to put denied money, you yeah. at first, right?
1: I
3: mean,
0: yeah. Haas didn't so even give you credit. It was three hundred thousand dollars. I was trying to get, and then Haas said no, and then which uh,
1: startup three hundred grand? They're like, "Yeah, no, we we yeah. don't know this guy. We're not yeah. going to take a flyer." He was incarcerated. 5 yeah. years ago or yeah. whatever, it, whatever was, it was you know
0: and it's like yeah but i'm hungry you right know, I'm hungry <laughs>
1: exactly but at the end of the day like we had plan b
0: this guy came back to me we had and plan he's b like, hey uh bill wants to talk to you and then
1: you went you had some talks behind the scene huh yep yep no i did i did i said you know it's it's worth taking this shot, I said, just like I'd said earlier, you know, I'd never seen anybody like this before. I hadn't seen the speed. I hadn't seen somebody calculate the numbers like he calculated. And I understood after he opened the shop what four machines meant. You know, how many I could run them three shifts at, at so many dollars per hour, at so many hours per day. That equals this. That's my payment. Then the rest is, he had it down. Nobody was thinking like that. I mean, I'd go into a shop and it was, it was, my customers are the best people on the planet, but it, back in those days, it was a struggle for guys to figure out how to get a shop going. And, and you know, it's a big investment, right? I mean, it ain't just the machines and you gotta tool up the machines and you gotta get software, you gotta get coolant, you gotta, it's a lot of money. So he had a plan and the plan and back you, then was it. You have rent. And like rent, you have electrical.
0: So it's like, and you got electrical, you have all this. So it's like, is that made with one machine Right. Like two machines? I'm not <laughs> telling people, other people are like, go buy a bunch of machines, but it's, <clears throat> it's the truth. It's like, it is. you need to have enough machines to make enough per hour, and then you need to stack it and stack it and run it. So I put the bed in the shop and did everything. But yeah. before we even get there, like, I don't want to like miss the point of telling you guys like, dude, these guys, yeah, like you can say it. I don't, don't want to say it. But so like, when
1: when I had that conversation with Bill and I told him, you know, hey, let's 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 take care of this guy. I think this guy, you know, is going to be a, a, a player in the industry. He's got what it takes. And uh, and yeah, Bill called you. He said, okay, give me his number. And so Bill called him. Bill Selway was a great, great guy.
0: One uh, of the, the Godfather I- of industry, icons. Man, love yeah. that guy. Love yeah. him.
1: Yeah. Love him. Love him. God rest his soul. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, great guy. And uh, he called you. And I think what he, he said, yeah, he's like, what's your plan? He's
0: like, what's what's your plan? I yeah. said,
1: I got a list of 25 customers. You can call each one of them. They're all
0: going to give me work. This is the companies that I built. I'm going to start with four machines, two SSs, yep. and then two SL10s, one with a bar feeder. And I just, I had it systematic and this is what we're going to do. And this is the customers. And and he said, all right, That's I'm gonna, crazy. I haven't done this in like nine years or something. And I'm going to like personally guarantee your loan to the bank. So if you can't make the payment, that's that's on me. Yeah. You know, yep. Yep. And he's like, where do I drop off the machines? That crazy, (laughs) crazy, (laughs) crazy. Crazy. Who who does that? No. But that's this industry.
1: And that is and that's, you know, the the nice thing about being with a mom and pop shop, you know, Bill Bill was it, you know, you had an issue with service. You had an issue that you needed to, you know, uh, address. You could call the owner. You ain't doing that with a lot of people. Back then even. Yeah,
3: it's fantastic. It's like you said, you know, as soon as you walk into a shop, you can tell the people that have talent. Yep. Like General Atomics, within the first few days I was there, I already knew exactly who each of the guys were.
2: I was going to say that earlier. It's funny because I remember that conversation. (laughs) Like Barry had been there a week, and he's like, so i've been watching everybody and let me see if i got this right and he's like (laughs) you you you're for this this and this this guy does this 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 guy does this this. does that sound about right and i was like (laughs) broken down
1: broken down but it is you know right i mean you and you know that you know the guys that are that are going to be at that high level that want more that are staying late and learning more and they and i had a guy that was in uh El Dorado Hills, great guy. And it's the first time I saw adaptive high speed machining. And uh, he's like, I got this five flute high helix end mill and I'm gonna take it in this 4130 material and just rip through it. And it was like 26 minutes, you know, cycle time. And he got it down to like eleven minutes, and the owners just grinning eye to eye. But you, he didn't know that if he didn't go home and learn like what was going on, what were the new techniques coming out, and and that's what you do when you when you love what yeah. you do.
3: Me and Jesse yeah. laughed because we struggled for a long time back in the beginning before we had Titan, you know, teach us everything. But uh, it's like <laughs> there, there was there was so little information out there yeah, about um, you know how how high can I raise my surface footage if I'm you know adaptive milling and and that's how i found the channel yeah you know, yeah I, I still remember the exact
2: spot in the apartment that i was sitting in memphis when i found the uh manufacturing speech video it nice because like, i was that's exactly what i was trying to learn as i was like wanting to learn high speed machining and all this and nobody i, I had around me had ever done it or yep. some the closest I got is a guy said yeah we tried that it didn't work so we don't <laughs> we don't mess with it right as the closest I got right so I was trying to find anything on the internet that I could find and there of course at the time there was very little yeah and I came across Titan's video and it's like so funny because everything you said in that video is exactly what I'd felt exactly what I've been saying for years you know and, and nobody around me Crazy. Felt the same things like, why do you care about this so much? Oh, right. like, <laughs> yes. It's break time. Quit talking to me about a thirteen fluid in mill.
3: <laughs> I'm like,
2: but it's cool. Look at it, it. is. You know? That's like, the whoa. greatest
3: thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Two inches a minute has worked since 1980. Why would we yeah. change it? Right, wow. right. That's why I was
2: thinking when you said
3: 600 inches
2: a minute way back then. Is like I remember first starting out in the shop, watching guys run 1018. Yeah, at 2,000 RPMs. 20 inches a minute, minute. hundred thou depth of cut. Yep. It's just like, I remember walking up to the very first, uh, carbide bin, old end mill stuff that we had throw in and I picking them up every single end mill. The first hundred thousands at the bottom <laughs> was just ruined. <laughs> just and I remember right thinking, in. I will never forget this because this is how ignorant I was. I picked up, and I was like, why do I they even put all these long – Why <laughs> yeah, did yeah, they grind it so it it. far back when you only use the end? That's so stupid. <laughs> then I go, oh, finishing. Yeah. yeah.
1: But that's what that's I so thought. Funny. I was like, it only
2: w- was there for finishing.
1: So funny. Mm-hmm. Hey, and I'm going to say, you know, he didn't lose he, – he, there were spindles that were lost during that six hundred inch oh per minute foray. <laughs> yeah. There was some spindles lost yeah. in there, but I remember you even saying you are like, dude, it's like five grand for a spindle. Exactly, if I to they give you half a, back. Like, exactly, six
0: six grand every once in a while. Core you go through a spindle. Yep. But the mentality yep. over weeks and months and years allows you to like be successful, fill up your shop with work, and make money. So
1: I was happily like I like pay, that was nothing I, I bought the spindles yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. a spindle and every couple yeah. of years or whatever yeah give me a break then we
0: then we jumped up to jumped up to the toyota oh yeah yeah oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that Back 450 thing, yeah know?
1: that 450 horizontal that was yeah. a beautiful machine yeah. It was actually a very nice machine it's cranking
0: titanium cranking titan yeah. one one thing i want to <laughs> say is though like earlier we we talked about that whole journey of three and a thousand but like the jeff thing i just want to touch on jeff man because jeff like you guys met him but think about it like he he's he worked for me at the shop and i paid him i don't know it was 20 something dollars an hour as a general manager at the shop at the time and and it was like he didn't even know cnc but i paid him because he was trustworthy Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and like man, I would drive that guy crazy because I would just be like running like multiple machines and I'd be leaning down with all my parts all perfect. And he'd be cranking handles. I'd be like, man, you're working hard, (laughs) man. Like, you know, and he'd he'd, he'd like, but I'd always talk to him in the shop while I was running like these big fixture plates where I just had like all these parts just, you know, runtime, man, and like, but during that, he came to like love me and I loved him. And like, he was amazed at the things that he was seeing. Uh, how like I'd set up, I'd have six machines running. You know what I mean? Because each one out of our runtime, it's like, I don't need a bunch of guys. Like we're just running it. But the time when Bill said, hey, 300,000, like I'm gonna guarantee you four machines, like where do I drop it off? I still didn't have money. Right. And that's when Jeff right. came to me and he was just like Titan. My parents both died. They left me fifty thousand dollars. It's all the money I have in the world, and like, like, I want to invest it in you. And I was just like, dude, I'm not going to take. I mean, the without money. that,
1: I mean, you, yeah. I, know. I said on. no.
0: I said no, and I kept trying, but I, nobody would like. Nobody would give me an opportunity. Nobody would like help fund it. So I was like, okay, fifty thousand, and and then I spent that like that. Of course. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> he
1: wants the best. And Give then it, it then it was
0: like another seventy-five thousand dollars. And then mm. it was like, you know, he took out seventy-five thousand from his house after that. His wife was gonna divorce him. And uh I just think it's That's like a crazy. cool thing because you guys met him mm. over here when he came to see the shop with his wife. She was gonna divorce him over it. And now she prays for us all, all the time. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and that's they great. live, they live in the beautiful house that they purchased with the money they got from the deal with Titans of CNC. Yeah. Cause know? you crazy. paid them back with dividends. right? Yeah. yeah. So. We gave me a 125. We gave them 625 back. Yeah. Mm. I'd say that's a good deal. Yeah. That's not a bad investment. <laughs> but you
2: think of that though. I mean, you, you don't brush it off. Like you think of that's all this. Think of yourself. I've only got mm. fifty thousand dollars in the bank. That's yep. all I've got, and I'm going to give it to somebody else. Yeah. Another person that That's could crazy. literally take it and leave right. could do anything. We used to be in prison. You think of that, right? Right? Yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you right. think of giving that amount of money to somebody else, the amount of faith that he must mm. have
1: had was well. And good. again, right? It's probably side by side with you all day. Saw the effort. Saw the work. Saw what you did. Just kind of like what I did. I. I I would agree. I mean, if you're sitting in there, but it's so amazing, so generous to do that. It's crazy. That's probably the good reason why you are. It's
3: crazy. Very good. And you know what? Guarantee he wouldn't have given that to you if he didn't see your work ethic. Yeah, he's always tell me, like you need to have your own shop.
0: You know, and I think Keith Keith would say the same thing, and other people would say the same thing. Like you have to have your own shop. You know, you deserve to have your own shop, and when you have no money. You know, and that right is again. That's just a great inspiration to a lot of people. Like, you know, they'll be like, "Oh, if I had this and I had that, I could like." I didn't have that. Yeah,
3: <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Like,
0: I had nothing, man. I was like, I had fifteen hundred dollars child support. I was borrowing five dollars for gas to get to work while I was managing a company. You right. know? Like I was struggling, but it's like I was relentless in it. You know. Yep. So it's like, y- you can say what you want, <laughs> but it wasn't always like that. No. we we like. We worked hard man and and even like you look at cnc expert now and and everything we're doing with cnc expert you know and it's my license plate but it was my license plate back in 2007 and we used to talk about the magazine, no, like, the I, magazine. I literally yep. i would think about just out compete all these companies would be like oh titan's gonna go out of business and nobody can quote that low and i'd be like making 40 profit <laughs> on all the parts and and getting like all the work I wanted, and, and, and Yeah, and then I would just be like, man, they, they they just can't comprehend what they don't know. Yeah, yeah. And they don't talk to anybody. They're yeah. not my friends. They they're thinking because I underbid them that I'm actually lowballing, and I'm like, I'm making great money. They're just running at a snail's pace the yeah, way they always did. Just a minute. Yep. yep. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And then it's like, so the idea for CNC expert, the idea, it was way back even before the economy dropped out yeah like oh five oh six at that time it was like hey let's do a cnc expert magazine and all these trade magazines they're like people pay to be in them and i was like let's just do a magazine where we have crazy fixturing crazy techniques like g codes speeds feeds, and just different types of materials and this literally teaches a trade through this right and so it's like a machinist said, magazine
1: and i said earlier right people weren't willing to give those secrets out yeah and you're like no this is yeah. what's going to lift the industry i remember those conversations wholeheartedly 20 years ago yeah. i mean yeah I, crazy. I, I, I
0: always thought like man how can you compete as a country if you yeah. don't have great education for uh. your kids Manufacturing built this country. Mm-hmm. Manufacturing built it, and people don't even know what CNC is. Mm. Like you go to the mall and you ask, you know, eight out of like eight or nine out of ten or ten out of ten people won't gonna know, know what
1: machining is or anything. And I'd it's I'd say like, ninety-nine out of a hundred. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah.
0: So ever since like I walked in, I'm like, I had no future, I had no option, I had no money, no education, nothing. Didn't know what it was, and then you put me in front of a machine, I'm like, it literally changed my life. So I've always had the attitude that man, this is life changing for the right people, yeah, so like we got to give it, it back, yeah, know? no, you're
1: right. no they're, they they yeah. give it back, and there's so many right? They make and and this might be wrong to say, but you know, they make college so important. But there's a lot of kids I've sold so much to high schools. High school programs in California got a lot of funding for a few years that 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 helped produce these great, great uh, machine shops inside of high schools. But these kids, not everybody's wired for college. You put you show them a machine tool, yeah. and they have that aptitude, that 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 mechanical nature about them, and they are going to fall in love with it. And yeah. they, but they got to understand it.
3: Yeah, I never went to college a single day in my life. God I never even took you. a tour of a campus it because shows. I knew it wasn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that, yeah, Mister Shows, <laughs> <laughs> Mister
0: Fourth Generation Machinist. Over yeah, here, man, you know? yeah,
1: yep. But it is. Good, There's though. there's so many kids that just they. Oh man, I got to go to. No, you don't. There's so many. This yeah. this industry is insane. Yeah. And not that I'm not trying to say don't go to college, but I'm also saying there is so many good paths, and this can lead to such an amazing yeah. career. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I like, for all I, like of how, us. I like
0: how you said you were talking about like. Actually, you were talking the other day, and you were saying, you know they'll look at trades and people and counselors and all that. They'll look at it like the people that can't get into college are going into trades and yet you look at Elon Musk and Elon Musk will be like, look, like designing and making products, like the design part is easy. Figuring out how to manufacture it efficiently at a low cost. That is the difficult part. 100%. And one thing I learned from the beginning was if you can solve the right problems, you're going to make money and that's why more and more people who design parts that are in business, they're getting into CNC machining. They're getting into yep. manufacturing. They're figuring out how to make their own parts. And, and like, by making your own parts, you can be control. You can control your own destiny and like
1: do something. If you're
0: paying other people, then you're screwed. Yep. So hundred percent.
1: And there are, there's a lot of young kids getting into this. Now yeah. there was a kid out in, in Nevada, middle of nowhere, g2 machining he bought him 17 years old bought a mini mill from me Mm. making making gun yeah making gun parts and just like phenomenal
0: and people will say you can't do that right that that machine is so expensive right like they don't they don't scream about them buying a car for that much but they'll be like you shouldn't buy you shouldn't spend that money on a machine and stuff because they just don't understand but that kid Ends up going through it and like just building this crazy company. Yep. We have so many people like uh, back like in Stone. like 2018. Well, Stone's, yeah. What Stone's was he, crazy. But I was just gonna say, like in 2018, a lot of people at IMTS, a lot of like young guys would come up and say, like, hey, I started my company because mm-hmm. of you. I got inspired and I was like, that's awesome. Well, I got two machines and stuff. And now those same guys were coming up to us during the summer, mm-hmm. uh, last summer, and they're like, hey, uh i got 40 machines you know i got 30 employees i got like it's crazy and and they're man they just went after it Mm -hmm. you know inspired and stone i keep thinking he's like 15 he's like what is he 16 17 now i don't know he might
2: be 18 by now he's getting close yeah and
0: he's like just did he just buy a bmw yeah 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 Yeah.
3: moved into his first shop that is great
2: he what he's out of the garage now into his
0: he's got his own shop He's shop. he's got multiple cncs he has his he had his own product at 15 years old. Crazy. He's selling his own product. God yeah. bless yeah. him.
3: Yeah. Or is, like when we were at IMTS, there was that guy that had his little nine-year-old with him that I took yeah. a picture with. It was yeah. like super yeah, good. He, he programs EDMs and Five Axis Mills, and it's like he, wait, he's nine. nine. Yeah, he's <laughs> like yeah, damn, so,
1: those, so good. Those super are the best. Cool. Those are great stories. The yeah. young kids and the garage stories. Guys that yeah. started in their garage. There was a guy down in in Stockton, George Cruz at GC Machine sold him a tool room mill and a tool room lathe in his garage he is now i got i think he's the biggest shop in stockton if not the local bay area you know uh, outside just the bay area 30 machines 30 spindles taking care of a ton of families and just killed it and those garage stories are amazing because right they get home from work they just worked all day 8 10 hours 12 hours Come home and they make more parts while they're at home eating dinner with their family. Nope, switching parts out on the machine, grinding, grinding the work in and
0: loving grinding. it. Like, here it's your your machine, man. Yeah, yeah. It's and so I want to give a i want to like say something about Stone 15 years old, but you met his parents, man. Mm-hmm. His parents, no, his great. parents yeah. are like, they're not machinists, they're not like from this industry, and yet they they're just so supportive yeah. you know and he's out there just working in the garage and doing his thing and stuff and like and building this company but like like having the right parents and the mindset and the people around you is so important mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you know what i mean Totally. So, yeah, yeah super good
1: you well know? think about that when the parents don't even know what this machine does and then he comes in with this part mm-hmm. and they're like wait yeah. You made yeah. this out of what, you know? Yeah.
2: You want me to buy a $25,000 machine <laughs> for what? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And now I need 5000 more to tool it? What? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And I was, He quickly started making
0: his own money. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it started like just doing all of that's it. cool what were you gonna say
3: I will say when i was 15 years old i was still trying to play nintendo and sega genesis <laughs> and i wasn't worried about machining nothing oh football super and tech crazy yeah. yeah. football yeah. and
2: baseball that's all it was in
3: high school no And doubt. it's like
2: hey you're graduating what are you going to do the rest of your life oh well, i hadn't even thought about it you know, <laughs> yeah that's correct. Yeah. correct i always
3: growing up in my dad's machine shop i always said i'll never be a machinist and then when i graduated and had no skills and knew i wasn't going to college it was like uh-oh and I think I'll take that path. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, it's funny. It was like when I saw Stone get that car, and I was like, that? "Yeah, boy, I just bought a beautiful BMW." <laughs> and it, is he eighteen? He's he's about there. Yeah, he's roughly. There. And but the but the first thought in my head was like, "Oh, did he should he have gone that big?" You know what I mean? <laughs> like, should he have gone that big? But at the end of the day, there are people buying their kids who don't even work crazy cars. Oh, yeah. Crazy. So if you actually think about it um, i think it's so brilliant because at a young age he's worked and worked and worked and put crazy time into that garage and then he went and bought something that he loved with the money that he made on these cnc machines and so it is a great. crazy life lesson and people mm-hmm. can say, make a judgment or whatever but it's like he went out there and put the work in that's it you know to actually make that money yeah. and, and
3: supply parts to his customers you and now it's paying off crazy
1: and think about that right we all know this the people that you've worked around the people that you've known that own businesses we're the hardest workers on the planet i mean we are making stuff every day the guys are staying at the shop late they're 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 on the weekends it's what you have to do to be a successful owner of a shop and if you want to succeed
3: my dad's shop you know when me and him first moved down here to texas we lived in his shop for like the first six months to a year we just had a hot plate you know we'd cook catfish or nice. little pizza rolls and stuff. Night nice. night and we were happy. Hell yeah. So. Hell yeah. yeah.
2: People used to say kind of stuff like, it like, Oh, I wish I owned the business. So I, I didn't have to be up here and stuff. But the first shop I worked at, it didn't matter. Like I, I was running a water jet. We run seven days a week, 12 hour shifts. And, I remember the owner coming up there. You, you never knew. He would be giving people tour at 11 o'clock at night, midnight. Mm. It's like he slept four hours a night. He was always about that business. Yep. And, yep. I, and since then, I was like, yeah, I don't think these people is correct. I think people that own the business can Because <laughs> they were always like, why don't you go and spend that money? Go on vacation. Right. Go somewhere. Get out of here. And he would go somewhere but after about three days. He's like, I'm ready to get back to the shop. 100%. He's
3: so got they, stuff to do. They you know, live so. it and breathe it they yep. do they That's do It's the a trade man it the is a trade, trade in the
1: world and it's not it's it's hard right we all know that it's not easy the, what you guys make is art it's out of crazy materials but it is ultra ultra rewarding I mean how many lives can be touched by the stuff oh, you yeah. guys do every day it's it's insane I mean yeah. no nobody knows the stuff that we do it you guys do not me I'm just in sales <laughs> 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 but uh it touches everybody every day yeah cars planes yeah. medical equipment this you know, whole unit right here wouldn't everything. be here this table wouldn't be oh, here like crazy
0: none of this this is all machine the rockets the planes the clothes we're wearing though every right. phone nothing exists without cnc machining. crazy and, yeah. you know and it, you started like talking about like the speech i did and uh that one speech and i put up a graph and i thought that was like important because it's like when jobs started leaving and we started selling them out you know and and you see the manufacturing jobs like dropping mm. down yep. a lot of these big big cities and stuff that now have like major problems you're you saying know, like
1: these, pre-recession or huh? post-recession yeah yeah like, yeah just Things yeah just in fell the off a last 30
0: years you yep. know since like they you know last 30 years and stuff but like as you see like everything kind of dropping manufacturing wise mm-hmm. you see prison in mm. the same angle Yep. Prison population goes up like this. Why? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's like a crazy graph and stuff. And that's why, I, back in the day, like I, I did the whole plan for the state uh, for Chicago. You know what oh, I mean? That like that was terrible, yeah. man.
3: That was such a great plan. Yeah. I still have that uh, presentation on yeah. my phone. Yeah. It's
0: like all these alphas want to want to do these small things, but they don't want to share. You know? And it's like so we just came with a school at scale. And like I was talking to big companies, like billion dollar companies that were willing to bring work to Chicago. Mm. But like, you need real workforce. Correct. Not 30 people, like thousands of people. So this one school that we designed and stuff, similar to what we did in San Quentin prison, like there could be like 3000 people in there. Mm. And like the budget, I mean, literally to like build it, to do all of it with, for like a year and a half or something would be like $60 million. 60 million dollars right and you're not making anything off it but the point is that funds the whole thing right and then dude people are not dying right you know not like people say like oh you know chicago or whatever whatever city it is like this is how it is and they see it as like a reality but it's because nobody's doing it at scale if you actually bring a a legit plan Mm. at scale and show them how you're gonna build a workforce and then show them the companies that guarantee that they'll give them the work. Why shouldn't we invest in something like that? Agree. We're giving money to all these other countries yes. and putting money in all these other things. Give them a way to actually take care of themselves. You know, Give them a, give them opportunities. You bringing the right plan into someplace like Chicago, you literally would have all the mothers LA. just walking in the streets and they would be praying over those streets because they know like this is the first time we've been offered a real solution to the problem. There you go.
1: It's yeah. at scale. And get it, me started now, I'm man. I'm telling you, <laughs> you right? I mean? That is crazy. I don't think
3: I ever heard about that but uh, That dude, is oh, all I'll show it to yeah, you. Yeah, you gotta see it. Honestly, yeah, yeah. It was like hundreds of machines, yeah. right? And it was gonna train thousands of people in a yeah. skilled trade yeah. and they, keep people out of prison, keep people out of gangs. Yeah. And the politicians were just like, oh yeah, we'll use this to run on yeah, and it and we'll never on. do it.
0: it. It got all political and stuff. and. They were they were talking to like these companies like they're trying to get Nike and different people to come over to Chicago and and to like manufacture in Chicago but like there's no workforce. Right. There's no trained labor, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like I had I had big companies saying like Titan, we would literally would have so much work, but we can't find companies yep. big enough to yep. actually do it. So you could literally create a school And then have work come in also so like part of it is education and then part of it is like you're actually making parts to help fund the whole thing absolutely and then you just get it on this engine man and then you just start putting it all over the place Mm. you know yeah because you're right
1: it's not just Chicago, right? How many sure. guys I say that uh, Keith I'd buy a machine for me if I had somebody to run it. Exactly. Like no, it happened exactly. all the time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All crazy. the time.
3: I know companies that have bought several five-axis mills and then they just sit there because they don't can't find anybody that mm-hmm. can program it or run it. Mm-hmm. But
0: now you have the craziest five-axis curriculum yeah. that's made. Like created by the greatest CNC machinist <laughs> on the planet, you know what I mean? Like, oh, <laughs> do it. So anybody can learn Love now. It. But that's the whole point. Like, if there was great education, like we wouldn't have to do it. So like, let's put out something that is truly great. Make it free for everyone, and uh, sooner or later they will like listen to us, and uh, we'll we'll make change across this whole country and world, and make manufacturing famous man absolutely. oh yeah super Absolute. good yeah boom now, so good
1: it. absolutely love you guys yeah. man i love you, you too brother with man absolutely all day watch out for that finger awesome yeah. man
0: <laughs> <laughs> boom yeah boom. very good all right Excellent. we're out be all good right. brother peace